Coming to you direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the best cigar shop east of just west of this very location, it's the Cigar Hacks, better known as a bunch of hacks, talking cigars, etc. Our panel of hacks for this installment are Maddie the Magnificent. Yes. Yay. Yay. And uh, we have another special repeat guest host, Nurse Rick is with us again. Hey. All right. Hey there. And of course, your humble producer announcer, Cigar Hack Dave. So it's just the three of us for this episode. Woo! Woo. Yes, yes. Woo. All right, our segments include the Hidden Herf Blind Cigar Review, current Woo. events in the cigar world, some local smoke. We'll do the local Spotlight Cigar Lounge Review, and of course, Conspiracy Corner, where we get Maddie to talk about stuff that we don't know about. Okay. <laughs> and then we Actually. debate it. <laughs> uh, where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth, along with the Hidden Herf Reveal and Hidden Herf Recap. You can find us all over the internet in the usual places, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on our website, CigarHacks.com. We're going to go right into the Hidden Herf's Blind Cigar Review. Let's just take the music out and let's start her off here. So who would like to take this uh, Hidden Herf and go with it? All right. Well, I'm going to tell you, the first thing I smell is a chocolate sundae. Chocolate Chocolate sundae. (laughs) That's what I smell. I smell... No. You get a little marshmallow Shot. sauce in there? No, no. Like Some nice. jimmies? It's like an earthy chocolate. Fake news. That ain't fake. That's what I smell. Okay, so here no. we have the no. hidden... The Come hidden, on. That's what it smells <laughs> like. <laughs> chocolate sundae. Okay, so we have some cigars with the bands covered up. We don't know what we're smoking here. And uh, we're going to tell yep. you about them. And eventually, someday, we'll get these... Uh, up on the website, you can subscribe to these things, and one of them will send you some covered-up bands, and you can smoke them with us. So, I have definitely got some kind of smell on this guy. It smells good. I get coffee kind of tones here. That's that's a lot more reasonable, Dave. Than chocolate? Oh, the, you said sun- chocolate sundae? Well, well, chocolate. Which is ridiculous. As, as sunlight? <laughs> Well, sunlight? <laughs> sunlight invokes emotions. There's an emotion. Sunlight. That was an emotional response to the cigar it was. I was smelling. It I'm was. surprised you're not getting corn chip because we just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just no. chowed a bag There's of a corn taco chip. taco over yeah. here. Yeah. I'm not getting corn chips on this one. I'm getting a... There's a heavy foot smell. I just... There is a heavy. I don't know what it is exactly, to be honest. It does smell good, though. The one thing I know it's not is chocolate sundae. No. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had a triple cap. Um, uh, construction looks good. This is a box press Maduro. Yep. Yep. Uh, is it Maduro really? Well, I don't know, but it's dark. It's, it's kind of veiny. It's kind of middle ground to me. Okay. I yeah, wouldn't call not... it dark, but I wouldn't call it light for sure. Yeah, it's it's, in, yeah I guess. It's, 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 in the it's middle. mid-range. Three quarters of the way down. It's I got a nice darker, vein in it. It's darker than a sun-grown. And I got a vein. Too. Lighter yeah. than a black Maduro. Kind of veiny. Yeah. It's triple cap. Yeah, yeah. It's so definitely those things. It's definitely not as dark as that Oscuro we did there. I'm looking forward to a cold draw. And I forgot the cold draw. Uh oh. You probably uh, cut them right there, sir. You may. 
So, <clears throat> I will entertain the audience while you guys uh, prep your cold drawer experience because I have skipped ahead. Well, I, can and get I forgot you, to cold draw. I'll get you another one you can cold draw. No, no, that's all right, Dave. You guys, you guys cold draw and you tell me your experience. That's what I want to hear about. Mm-hmm. Hot chocolate. Fake news. Dave, what's up? I'm getting a similar kind of coffee thing going on with the cold draw. A little I got, peppery, too. You got a little spicy. I got a little an, spicy. Oak, an oaky flavor. I got a little spiciness on the little Yeah, bit, it is. The little bit of tobacco that came off from my cut. Peppery wow. oak. I got pepper, oak, spice, chocolate, chocolate sundae. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. It is. It's it quite is. a cigar. They're yeah. all over the map here. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I missed that cold drawer experience. Mm-hmm. Fake experience. Okay, time to light these. Light. Oh, you can say it. Oh, roast this bone? Roast the bone. Yeah, That's roast it. the bone up. Time to oh, it's full of pepper. You getting pepper notes? I got pepper. Oh, you know what? I'm do the yeah, match. I'm getting pepper too, actually. Yeah. I'm getting strong pepper. Yeah. I want to go for the match light this time. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I feel like it. Uh, it's either Tad or AJ Fernandez. I thought of Tad immediately. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's peppery. Yeah. This is peppery. I'm going Tad or AJ Fernandez. That's my guess. And I'm leaning towards. Probably tat. Yeah, I'm thinking tat. Yeah. Fake news. Wow. <laughs> Dave knows the answer. Yeah, because yes. I wrapped these, so yeah. I'm pretty sure it's an either. Wow. All right, awesome. Since I don't think I have any tats or AJs in my box, so hmm. currently. Then I don't know what the hell it is. Well, we'll find out. We will. Through the show, yeah. We will. Mm-hmm. So what are we discussing tonight? So, Eight. I gotta be on the right page. I do this every <laughs> yeah, time. It's a number nine. There you, there you go. This is eight. I thought we well just did eight. Show. We did seven. Look at your sheet. What does it say at the top? It says number eight. Then I mean, there you go. Since there's only six posted, we just That's did true. seven. This is eight. Yeah. Okay. Good counting. So, mm-hmm. Well, I got the numbers right this time. <laughs> <laughs> we have had problems with the numbering in the past. Way to count, Dave. Way to go. I can count to eight. When I get past ten, we're going to have a problem. I have to start using my toes, too. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start posting pictures of the hidden herfs on the website because I realize that we're describing these things. And it would be nice to put a picture of this with the, yeah. brand, with the wrapper covered up Absolutely. on the website. So I've uh, gathered up pictures of, of the ones that I could from what we've done already, and I'm going to put those up. And I've got these guys too nice so good. we should be good except i forgot to take a picture of good luck i only uh, bought five from we smoked that, them that's all right so from coast okay. to coast mm-hmm. but we can pull um, it off the covered. internet but the good news is i have no one cares. the uh the other size in that one so we're good yeah. to go all right all right so that's uh what's happening in the cigar hacks update land here nurse rick had a topic he wants to talk about yeah so i was doing some research while i was on vacation here about customer service in a cigar shop. And I've been in a lot of cigar shops. And I've seen everything from walking in, not knowing anything, having owners come or or employees come right up to me and be pushing me in one direction. When I was looking elsewhere, I've had other people totally ignore me. Um, So I thought it would be a good subject to bring up, you know, about thoughts about employee and customer service inside a cigar store. So I did some research of about 25 different stores. Mm -hmm. 
And interesting, I you know, I, I searched the four biggest complaints, which, Matt, I'm going to put you on the spot because Do it. we're broadcasting from um, an, a spectacular place called Plastow Cigar. Yep. And uh, we are, we're lucky to have Matt, the owner here. and um, Very exciting. Very excited. So, Matt, what do you what do you think the four biggest complaints? And again, these are generalizations, <clears throat> but I took it off of twenty five different sites. What do you think the four biggest complaints and the number one complaint is? Uh, um, overall, about the whole cigar experience. About the whole cigar experience, I I don't know to be honest with you. Okay, so. I don't have any complaints about the Sorg experience. So, so let me let me frame it this way. Dave's if, well taught. If you, were to, if you were to read negative reviews, yes, do I you, don't have any. But yeah, go ahead. Right, actually, you don't have any. But what do you think the the number number one uh, air quality prices 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 of cigars? Almost every negative review started with. Their prices were too high. Okay. The second um, was about the cigar itself. Poor cigar quality. Uh, meaning dry cigars, cigars that smoked uneven, cracked, non-humidored, fell apart. Number three, poor customer service. And a couple of the sites I went to, they talked about being belittled. Uh, belittling of new cigar smokers. And I can actually tell you an experience I had walking into a store in which I, w- yeah, I was brand new into this field, really didn't know a lot. The only uh, cigar I really had was a Java, which was an infused cigar. And I walked over to a case that were all infused. And the uh, manager of the store looked at me and he said, you got to be serious. And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, those aren't real cigars. And it was a store that I had a lot of difficulty ever returning. I think I returned one other time. And number four was the poor environment, a messy place, very cluttered. I know one store I personally walked into, and it was an absolute mess. Boxes everywhere. The floor was dirty. Ashtrays weren't emptied. Um, just a place I wouldn't, you know, the chairs sucked. Um, the, the chairs here are great. The chairs here are dynamite. These are fabulous chairs. Yes, they are. <laughs> a lot of research went into these, as I understand. <laughs> yeah, there was actually. Uh, yeah, that's true. I was I was surprised to hear about wheelchair accessibility. You would really? think as a business owner. Well, the ADA thing, You, you a lot of stores are grandfathered in if they've been around that long. But anything new has got to have got to be able to be accessible right. there are stores that you have to climb flights of stairs to mm-hmm. get into and if they don't have an elevator yeah how do you get in how right. do you get in yeah i'm surprised that that there's new places like that exactly but they, well, they like, exist out there like you you can roll right in off the sidewalk yep absolutely okay so where did you find all this information from i went out to google and I looked up negative negative reviews, plus I reviewed the stores that I actually went to. <laughs> Don't you be laughing over there. And you know what? I have to say, uh, Maddie's reviews were all five stars. But I don't know how that is, but I'm thankful for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My cigar just, uh, has to be relit. That's because you were talking too much. I was. Not smoking. 
I'm having no problem with mine. Okay, here we go. I have I to cut that out. <laughs> the whole experience is definitely important. What do we have next, Dave? <laughs> do you have anything to, else to add to up. this? What? Yeah, I've had some, some mostly good experiences in pretty much every place I've gone to. I've been into some places where you go in and you want to get some help, but there's one guy running the whole place, the humidor, the bar, everything, and he's running around like crazy, and they're just understaffed. <clears throat> that drives yeah, that me crazy. Yeah. That they, they, they don't have enough help on board to handle the facility. Overall, I don't have a, much negative to say about any place that I've been in. It's always generally good experience. Yeah. No, I, I've never, like, you know, as a customer, I've never really had a, a terrible experience anywhere. I've always liked wherever I went. You know, every place is different. Like I said, I mean, sometimes, you know, I'll walk into a place and I'll get people like, oh, oh what do you smoke? And I'll answer them. They start showing me things. And like, have you ever had this? And, yeah, yeah. And I'll buy what they want. Other times I have people that just are like, yo, cool. I'll cool. I'll I know cigars. So I'll find stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's all it's all relative. It I is. Suppose. Yeah. Sometimes I'm in the humidor as a customer. Well, I'm always a customer because I don't work in any of these places. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody will walk in and they'll obviously be overwhelmed with every, with the big selection or what to do, or they don't know anything about <clears> it, and it's like. You need some help with this? I, <laughs> and then I, I'll just direct them to the hammer and sickles, you know? <laughs> I love the story that my brother told me about a month ago where he was talking to you about a cigar he had called another <clears throat> crown. And no, it was a Matt, crown head. Yeah, oh, a crown head, yes. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, you know, I haven't been able to find this cigar. And Maddie's like, I sell them. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, <Wow>. that's, <laughs> that's kind of interesting. Like, that's one of the um, the funniest things. So a lot of, like... A lot of people in cigars, like they're in cigars. Even if you're not in the business, if you're a customer, like you're into cigars and and as a an employee or somebody that owns a store, like you're into cigars. But for a lot of customers walking in off the street, they maybe come in once or twice a week and maybe just once in a while. And so like it is overwhelming. You have no idea what you're looking at. It's a bunch of cigars with colors right. and you're like, I, yeah. I, I just don't know. And you get this kind of it's a it's a lot of I mean it's it's a male dominated thing. So a lot of guys will be like, Well, I don't wanna look like a like I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like It's an interesting business. It's fun. Okay, Steve. <laughs> no, that was so he was like he came up I remember this. He came up and he's like, Yeah. Man, I'm trying to find this like La Carême and and I was like, By crown heads? He's like, Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I've had them like for six right months. There. <laughs> but they're on the bottom shelf. <laughs> so I pointed to it from the chair, and he's like, "No." <laughs> he loves them. Yeah. Oh, it's a good cigar. That's yeah, funny. Crown Heads makes good stuff. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. As I'm smoking this, the pepper, the strong, strong pepper, is kind of faded, and I keep on thinking, and I don't know who makes it. Cuvier. The pepper did fade. You're talking about cuvee? Cuvee, C U V E E. Yeah, cuvee. You're referencing cuvee. That's what I'm thinking about. Are they still around? This. I don't know. I only smoked one of them, but I... cuvee. Yeah, that was a Davidoff. Blue, a blue wrapper. Cuvee blanc. Uh, it's cuvee blanc. Uh, cuvee rouge. And am I? Am I? What? That's what I'm thinking. About. I think. Yeah. I know the cigar, but. 
that hasn't been around in years. And that's to what my I thought knowledge. about. Something I tasted <laughs> in Miami once. And wow, I go, cuvee. <laughs> you know why? I'm thinking of this because I remember when I smoked that, I thought of like white pepper. Strong, but not too overpowering. Wow. And now it's faded. And that's I'm a like, good that's reference, Rick. That's a good reference. Thank you. I like that. That's a throwback. I, I, I yeah. pronounced it wrong, but that's what I remember. So, so what happens when uh, women come in oh, to buy goodness. cigar gifts for their... Oh, hammer and sickle. For the, you send them to the hammer and sickles. <laughs> you know, you get a lot of... You get that, too. I'm sure that the holidays, you got a bunch of that just recently. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly uh, Father's Day, Christmas... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Mm-hmm. Father's Day and Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they they usually come in and they'll just be like, oh, you know, I don't know anything about cigars. And like a lot of companies put out sampler packs. So right. they're perfect for that. I'll yeah. stock up on those for the holidays and mm-hmm. just – I kind of ask a few questions like how often does he smoke if he's like, oh, oh, he smokes all the time. You know, I can go for something a little more full. If they say, well, you know, he likes it once in a while, it's a stocking stuffer, I'll go a little more mild, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly sampler packs, or I'll also go in and kind of pick out cigars. All depends. You ask questions, and you find truths. Truths, yes. I like yeah. the burn in this. It's burning That's very good well. You like it? Yeah, it's a decent cigar. It's good. The, the other thing I thought about was a tat big monster. When I first started, and I said, no, it's not. It's I think that's semi-fake news, a big monster. Yeah. It's a, they have skinny monsters. They have skinny, skinny monsters. monsters. They have little monsters. little monsters. And they have monsters. Yeah. I don't know okay. what a big monster. Could be a monster. <laughs> oh, boy. Blue Cuvier. <laughs> Blue Vier. Cuvier. Who made it? Davidoff? Yeah, Cuvier was Davidoff. Yeah. Oh. It was, <laughs> I love that Wasn't thing. there a blue and a black? There was, there was a blue, a black, a red. red. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was, and I don't know. The only ones I ever saw came in like a, a um, like Solomon type shape, and I, I love those things. I bought a ton of them, but I haven't seen them in years. Yeah, I haven't so. seen them in a long time. It's funny that you brought time. that up. I have a cuvee. Um, what do you call it? One of those shirts, like the Cuban smoking shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. I know the thing. I'm the Cubavera shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cuvee. Yeah, I have it's one. Cuvee it's shirt. a Cuvee. It's a. It's a. It's, a, it's like a salmon color. It's that's cool. It's, it's a neat, neat shirt. No, I have a ton of that stuff because I mean, I was like before I got involved in the business. Like I, I was, I was like a, a like a diehard retail guy. I never bought anything that wasn't in a store. And like I would go – if I went in and somebody was having an event, like I was buying a box. Mm-hmm. If I had never heard of it, if I didn't know what it was, I wasn't I, – I just – I bought a box. And um, I got a couple Perdomo shirts that way. I have some cool stuff. But the funniest thing was uh, – <laughs> I think it was Perdomo. And through them, a guy came out with a line called Roxor. And – <laughs> I bought a box of Roxor, and I think I still have the box. And it, the, <laughs> it was it was cool. I'll leave it at that. Okay, <laughs> it was cool. Is the box a funny shape. Smoke a Roxor. I think they're still available online. Oh, okay. Was the box a funny shape or something, or a regular box? <laughs> I don't know. It just it looked like a like an Xbox. 
And so it was R O, and then the X was like a big green X, and then O R Roxor. And I just, I walked into the shop. And I was just planning on having a cigar, and they're like, "Oh, we're doing a rock store event." And I was like, "Okay, I'll have a box of rock store, please." Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> funny. Well, that's how I ended up with Jay Grotto too. <laughs> yeah, no. stumbled on an event. Yeah. It's, it's like, good okay. to do it that way. Yeah. I'll just have a box of these. You know, I mentioned <clears throat> I mentioned that cigar. Something else that I once smoked was the Cao um, Cuban Press. But I haven't seen them in a very long time. CO Cuban Press? Cuban Press. I'm not familiar. CAO. Don't know it. They taste good. Fake I news. Like yeah, fake no, news. No, it's not fake news. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. No new topic? Yeah, I don't know what this episode is. I don't know yet either, but this is all, <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. crap. I'm going to go in a completely other direction here. I have something written down here that uh, we can talk about that's not fake news. The whole plastic bag, single-use bag phenomenon that's going on now where you can no longer get single-use plastic bags in, like, Boston as of January 1st. Whoa, I haven't heard of this. What the hell is yeah. that? What do you mean? You guys single? haven't, you know, like the like the grocery bag, that, yeah. that bag? No more. Not allowed in Boston. No mass? Why? As of, like... The January first. Why? Because they end up all over the streets. And they make a mess. So now you have uh, bring your own bag, or you get charged a nickel for uh, for a you know environmentally friendly bag. And so it's biodegradable. Gonna, it, whatever it is, yeah. Great. So, so the shit's going to be going into our uh, oceans. Mm-hmm. So you haven't heard of this? I have, <clears throat> I have not heard of that uh, one. No, uh, I'm. Um... I'll bet you're not surprised either. No, I'm not surprised, and that one's a tough one for me because on the one hand, like America, and on the other hand, um, I, I am aware of Plastic Island, which mm-hmm. is out in the ocean, mm-hmm. and, yep. you know, it's like now the size of China. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of the plastic thing, so I, I, I'm, I don't know, it doesn't bother me, I guess, which is weird because you think it would, but it mm-hmm. doesn't. Okay. I'm, uh, so I'm was, totally fine with that. I was that. kind of counting on you guys knew what I was talking about, but I guess not. <clears throat> well, the, the average American family takes home almost 1,500 plastic shopping bags a year. Yeah, yeah there you go. I, I'm reading here, according to Waste Management, only 1% of plastic bags are returned for recycling. Mm-hmm. This means that the average family only recycles 15 bags a year, and the rest ends up in our landfalls. Yep. Well, you know, we use them for other things, and then they use. I mean, up. not much. The problem with plastic is it never biodegrades. Right. So it just sits well, there forever and ever and ever. Or I don't know, a million years. It takes or whatever a while. It is, well, but, it does take a while. Yeah. You know, it's just I. Mm-hmm. I hate the plastic thing, and I'm I'm okay with that. It's not just plastic; it's single-use bags. Yes. So here, here's a here's a good piece of trivia. Name the only state for which plastic bags have been banned. Single-use plastic bags. Is it Massachusetts? It no, is not. No, because no, there's only one. Oh, you're talking statewide. Statewide in the United States. Oh, I don't know. Who is it? California. No. Oh. Well, there's a surprise. See, it remains the only. 
Mm-hmm. Now I'm pro plastic bag, <laughs> <laughs> and I want thousands of them <laughs> just to throw out in the so, street. So the little bags that you put cigars in mm-hmm. when people buy their cigars are going to fall into this category. Right. This is a mm-hmm. Marty Walsh thing, by the way. Yeah, I know. I don't get the like the plastic bag thing for. I don't know. Some people overdo it. I I don't. When I'm out shopping places, I don't ask for a plastic bag unless like I can't hold everything. Mm-hmm. I don't get this. You know, I I buy a Gatorade and I need a plastic bag for it. Right. Why? Mm-hmm. Like I'll tell people it's all set. I got it. Like mm-hmm. I can carry this. Yeah, for one or two items, it doesn't. Make yeah, sense. I mean, you know, like use your brains. And I don't know, like here, I mean, we don't have a law against it in New Hampshire, but the grocery stores, they'll do, you know, you can buy right. a, a reusable, reusable bag mm-hmm. that's like, you know, five, ten cents, whatever. You know. Right, right. Well, when you go going grocery shopping, you know you're going to go and you bring your bags with you and you can, yeah. you know, yeah. you get the, a credit for that. Actually, you get cents off if you bring your own bags, I believe. Oh, Something like that. It's kind of like the returnable can thing, right? Yeah, this is... So uh, this is going to go the other way. This is... This is kind of really uh, compelling stuff. It's <laughs> probably electrifying the audience um, right now. It is. You well, know, the anyway. plastic bag debate, yeah. certainly. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> All of our communities, a lot of them have recycling. Uh-huh. What do you do with a plastic bag? Is it recyclable yeah, or not? Yeah, it's in the plastic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fifteen of mine go in there every year, apparently. Well, apparently. <laughs> okay. So yeah, don't use bags. I guess I don't know. New I don't topic. Care. I don't New, care. Topic. New topic. New topic. Until the, until you uh, have to do something about the little cigar bags, because then that'll be a good. I am enjoying this cigar. I don't care. I want to know what it is. Yeah, we're gonna know pretty soon. Okay, let's move on to the next segment. The local smoke here. Now, we're going to talk about something that's not so local. Um, I was checking out the Match Cigar Bar in Indiana because we did a little review, or talked about it at least. We, they're not, they were, I don't think they were in local spotlight, but um, we have talked about them before because I've been there. And I was looking at their site, and they opened up a new location in New Albany, which is about 15 minutes away on the other side of Louisville, Kentucky. So... See, in Kentucky, there's no cigar bars or lounges and whatnot. They have smoke shops all over the place, but no place where you can smoke. And so right across the bridge in Jeffersonville, Indiana, from uh, from Louisville, is Match Cigar Bar. And on the other side of the city, across the river, um, in New Albany, is now another Match Cigar Bar. So they're, they're putting cigar bars uh, across the border from Kentucky, where they've got these regulations where you can't have smoking in the facility. So it's like, Makes it's sense. like New Hampshire. <laughs> you got the same <clears throat> thing going on here, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Because I, I heard, I heard through the grapevine that in Massachusetts, you can't open up a new, a new smoking lounge. Can only, that, that they've been, um, been, I don't know about the whole state in Boston, the city of Boston. You can't definitely Boston. Yes. Definitely in Boston. I don't know if that's I, statewide. I, uh, well, anyway, I, I don't know for sure, but that's what I was told. Oh, it could be. Somebody that 
I don't follow laws and things like that, Dave. Then I just I know I know the <laughs> no I know <laughs> no not that uh, no in Massachusetts we're not in Massachusetts but um, we're near Massachusetts mm-hmm. and yeah I know Boston you yeah. can't but Massachusetts the state I don't know for sure mm-hmm. it's I don't, the we'll anti-smoking thing we'll is stupid. We'll have to look that one up. Too. Yeah, yeah we'll, we can look we'll that up. We'll get to that in a second here. Another topic I have here is Boveda has come out with a new gadget, which I think is kind of a gimmick. They have a smart sensor for your humidor. Ah. A little gizmo you can put in your humidor, and it will monitor the humidity and temperature, and it hooks up to your smartphone, so you can... Of course it does. You can... You can uh, be at work and think, Jesus, and, my cigars are dying. Yeah, and the thing will say, oh, your humidity's down. And so if you don't ever go in your cigar box, this is probably okay. Uh, if you smoke cigars on a regular basis, you're probably in there on a regular basis and can just check the meter. You know? Yeah, sounds like uh, some technology that's filling a non-existent void. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So for fifty bucks, you can buy this little gizmo. Yeah, I wouldn't buy that. That will. Uh, yeah, I thought it was kind of silly too, but uh, hey, you know. All right, I'm thinking I know it's what a, this it's is. It's a gadget. You think you know what this cigar is? I'm going to take a guess here. I have one of two. Yes. That I'm thinking. Okay. Go ahead. I don't know if Punch puts out a box press. Nope. Or. A vintage 1990 Rocky Patel box press. No, this is no vintage cigar. You can get these. Okay. Well, the, the 1990 vintage is just right, is the name. Oh, oh, Rocky. oh I'm sorry. No, no. Very well available. You don't think this is a punch, huh? Um, I don't think it's a punch, no. Still, still not even close. Wow. Not even close. It's an Ezra. You guys are going to be surprised with this one. Okay, so uh, no one's getting the humidor sensor, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. All right. And uh, on the law section here in Massachusetts, we have Half Wheel has this cool legislation section that we talked about last episode. Yes. And uh, here's a nice little piece of trivia for Massachusetts. Effective January 1st, 2018, the minimum age to purchase tobacco in Bedford, Mass, will be 21. So that's a town-by-town thing going on that we were talking about Mm -hmm. earlier. This includes uh, banning flavored tobacco products, including e-cigarettes and blunt wraps. In addition, it will require all single cigars to retail for no less than $5. Which, what? (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) What? So you have to sell your curly heads for 5 bucks. Rolly's going to have a heart Mm -hmm. attack. They all, the two dollar cigar is no longer. That's what they're lousy. Go, so what they're going after is like the Dutch Masters and right. all of the the little you know the, the convenience store and gas station machine you know, made kind well, of. Well, what's things. happening is government officials who know nothing about anything mm-hmm. are trying to get involved in stuff that they don't know anything about. Right, and it's what they do because they're government <laughs> officials. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read that one, <laughs> and I, I, like, I, I almost and, couldn't uh, believe it. Yeah, you know, I, w- I would love to just like. <laughs> okay. Ridiculous. Wow. Ridiculous. It is. It is. I thought it was. No, it's Are not. you ready to uh, <laughs> yeah. do the reveal here? I'm so, what do you, what do you think? This. You like this one here? And you've guessed it like 14 different things. And I have. Not even close. I'm dying to find so out. So, let's open these up and see what we got. Because I'm like burning paper. I've been ripping the paper brand? off of this thing. 
Oh, I have one of these that's hard to open. Nice. Now I see what Eric was talking about. <laughs> this one's stuck. Oh, wow. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I got it. <clears throat> I got her. So we were pretty close, actually, on this one. Pretty close? Mm-hmm. Ricky doesn't know what it is yet. He's having a hard time getting that thing open. It's a pretty band, though, isn't it? This is a My Father's oh my La, La Antigua. Yes. Antiguidad. Well, Ricky was well off. Wow. No, not really. I, mean, I wondered, I wondered mm, my father, no. but... There you go. I, An Antiguidad wow. that's been roasting in my box for nine months or so. Yeah. No, Antiguidad, I've smoked it before. I didn't think it had that much pepper. Um, I was kind of... I was thinking almost my father, but nothing... These were the only box press that came to mind was uh, Florida Las Antilles and the Labeju, and this was not dark enough to be Labeju, yeah. so I kind of threw out the my father thing. Well, but I, I, I think Tatuaje stuff is rolled at the Papine factories. I think, and so that would make sense close, yeah. if well, I'm right on that. Well, I got to tell you that these were really crappy when I first got them, and they're much better now. No, it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm finding that anytime I buy cigars, I got to leave them in the box for six months or more to condition them. Uh, for some reason, they just don't come through when you buy them new uh, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Something like this. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wouldn't have guessed my father's. So uh, Jeremy sent me up with these. Ah, Jeremy. He's still kicking around, he is he? yeah. I see his picture every once in a while on the federal site. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's still kicking around. Doing his thing. Doing the my father's thing. Doing the my father. It's a veiny cigar. <laughs> it's Look at actually, that. It's Look at that. Cigar. No, I have some veins. I do. Seriously? Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. It has that a point. little bit of an oily sheen to it. How point is fair. It's got a really pretty band. Maddie's roasting a bone over there. I can hear it. Roasting it up. Segment three. <laughs> Segment <laughs> This episode sucks. Balls. Yeah, this, one's never, <laughs> this one's never going to see the light of day. It's horrible. <laughs> it's totally horrible. But keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to have bad ones to have good ones. Right? Yeah, you got to drop some joke. turd bombs. <laughs> <laughs> we need a name for this one. <laughs> I just gave you the name. This episode sucks. <laughs> balls. <laughs> That's the name. <laughs> So it's terrible, and everyone will listen to it. Want to listen to it because want to know what a terrible episode. This episode right? sucks. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, right. It's what do you got? It's a hack. We're the hacks, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a hack job. It's a beauty. It's a hack job for sure. So uh, there you go. <laughs> Great segment, Dave. Jesus Great did. segment. I, I think Eric said it best. <laughs> You're the captain of this sinking <laughs> ship. <laughs> oh boy. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. This segment sucks. <laughs> but hey, you know, you got to have some bad ones. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, let's do some local spotlight. And tonight... We're going to do Worcester, Massachusetts. Holy Wait, shit. We're only on local spotlight. Well, Conspiracy Corner's next, so... Okay, we're going to come up <laughs> yeah. with a good, good conspiracy. Man, we can we can redeem ourselves in yeah. Conspiracy Corner. Local spotlight will be easy to uh, easy to do here. 
So I was uh, down that way in Worcester. I was out on business out that way in the state. And on my way back, I swung through Worcester and checked out two locales. Turns out there's two smoking bars, cigar bars in Worcester. And they're not too far away from each other. So that was convenient. The first one I went to was uh, Victory Bar and Cigar on Shrewsbury Street. And it's a very cool place. It's kind of an old school barroom kind of feel there. And uh, they have uh, a couple of uh, uh, smoking areas, a little back room. It's kind of, if you want to just have a, you know intimate conversation there, you can go in the little room. There's like half a dozen seats in there. And, in the, and then they have the main bar. Uh, area you can sit around the bar and they have uh, some tables around that and then in the back they have another smoking area and they have what they call Fenway Park in the back there they actually have two seats from the old wooden seats from Fenway Park um, in the corner there and they painted the wall behind it green that's the green monster nice and they have a, a a pole that's painted bright yellow. It's the pesky pole right there ah, next, to the, <laughs> next to the thing. I see what they and, did there. It's very cute. Um, it's kind of <laughs> cute. It's very, it's very cute. cute. It's cute. Lovely. It's, it's a nice cute. touch. You know? It's adorable. It is. It is. So if you want to sit in Fenway Park seats and smoke a cigar, you can. Now, you probably could have smoked a cigar in Fenway Park like 50 years ago. You definitely could have 50 mm-hmm. years ago, sure. And I'm sure a lot of cigars were smoked in those very seats. Probably, yes. Over the years. But uh, it's very cool. Um, I got to meet with the owner. I happened to be in there when the owner was there. His name is Mark. Nice guy. Nice. And uh, it was, since it was just a little before Christmas when I was in there, uh, he actually had Christmas cards for his guests. Oh. So he had a box of uh, cards and envelopes, and he would pull one out and sign it to you and just... You know, give you a Christmas card right there on the spot. It was very nice. Cool. Beautiful. Talk about your customer service. You know, it was. Uh, That's good it stuff. It was very good. I thought that was really nice. That's good stuff, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was nice. I mean, it's the kind of atmosphere, you know, it's that yeah. kind of place. It's homey. Absolutely. You know, nice people were in there. I got to talk with some of the other patrons that were there, and uh, they were all very, very uh, nice, as uh, you usually find in those kind of places. Perfect. And I thought it was a real nice place. And if I were in that area, I would go there again. Next time I'm in the area, I would definitely go by there again. Yeah, I haven't been down that way in years. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's a little bit far from here. It's like an hour, yeah, yeah. hour and a half. There's another Victory Cigar Bar in Sudbury. They just have the same name, but they're not. it's not the same ownership. Mm. And I wonder if that used to be... Mm the same and now it's not or whatever but anyway but this guy uh mark just has this store he's been doing this for 20 years or so and uh, he runs a nice ship over there beautiful very nice mm-hmm. so that's the victory cigar bar in worcester and since i was in the neighborhood and michael's cigar bar is not too far away right on the other side of the dcu center it's a bar and lounge and they have a big walk-in humidor it's like in the middle of the building. It's all glassed in, so you can see everything through the walls there, through the glass windows. That was a more of an antique kind of building. They had tin ceilings and it's brick and it's one of these older mill kind of motifs. And so that has a different, a completely different feel than the bar, the old school barroom feel. They're both kind of antique buildings. They had a lot of that in Worcester. This one was a little different feel. Much bigger. It says it says here hookah. Yeah, they do hookah. What do- 
What is the benefit of smoking? Have you ever smoked from a hookah? Yeah. Uh, many times. What is it? Is it... Like, um, what, I don't know. It's a tobacco. Like, it comes out... Uh, they, they like, pack the tobacco and they put a charcoal on top of it. And, I don't know, you like the charcoal and apparently that... Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I saw somebody once I've use one. i smoked a ton of times. I don't know really? how it works. It's, I've never done one. I've never, like, made up a hookah. I go to hookah places and I order it and then they bring it over. Huh. It's. I mean, you can inhale it. It tastes good. It's nice. Is it um, a tobacco product? Oh, yeah. It's tobacco. It's... Are they generally flavored? Yeah. Usually they're flavored. Um, if I've never seen any that aren't flavored, uh, you get a lot of like apple and cinnamon and stuff like that. Um, I, I enjoyed it when I did it. I haven't done it in a long time, uh, just for reasons, but. Is it akin to smoking like flavored cigarettes? Mm. Because like, do you inhale hookah? You, yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah, you can. It doesn't bother you at all if you inhale it. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I used to, like, back when I was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> that was, what, is yesterday? It, is it like a water pipe? <laughs> like a bomb? <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of. You can, even, you can get it with ice in the bottom, so it really so it cools, cools it even cools more. The smoke. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I used to do, like, I could smoke, you know, maybe, like, I would do eight, nine cigars, and then I would go and do hookah, and I'd smoke about three charcoals worth of hookah uh, while smoking four more cigars. and All at the same time? Yeah. Oh, holy yeah, shit. That's why when I said it was ridiculous. I don't do that anymore. I've done hookah in a while. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, it's cool. It's definitely something to check out. Yeah, a lot of these places do the hookah thing and the cigars. It's kind of, it draws kind of a younger crowd when you have the hookah right, in, right, but you have right. to be in the right location. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would not work here at all, mm-hmm. but... You know, like Boston, right. uh, yeah. cities, things like that. You know, well, there there are works. a number of hookah places around here, but um, pretty yeah, much hookah one places not too far away. We, yeah, yeah, we have one in Salem, New Hampshire, um, and Methuen. I don't know if, if they're still in business. I don't know. I don't know. They might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you see the the hookah thing in some of these. Some of the cigar bars have hookah. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a heavily populated area, then it's definitely a good thing to do. It get, gets a lot more women in, too. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of women that maybe won't smoke cigars, like they like the hookah. It's got the flavor and everything. It's a lot mm-hmm. lighter smoke. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, they they tend to go for that. Mm-hmm. So this, this uh, place uh, is pretty big. Uh, they have lots of sofas and seating areas and whatnot and multiple rooms. And um, they're next door to this to a restaurant. And the two, uh, the restaurant and the cigar bar share a valet parking system. So you, this is a cigar bar with valet parking, if you can, well, if you can go with that. That's, That's fancy. Kind of, that is kind of fancy. Mm-hmm. Can you pull up my Lincoln Town car, please? Yes. Yes. There you go. Oh, that on die. That's not mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. So there, uh, the Michael Cigar Bar is located on uh, Commercial Street, right across from the DCU Center, and literally across from the back corner of the DCU Center at One Exchange Street. Cool beans. Cool. It's a nice beans. place. It's a nice place. 
met the manager there. His name was uh, Christian. So those two locations in Worcester are are uh, pretty nice. So that's my uh, local spotlight for the Worcester area there. Beautiful. There you go. So uh, would you like to do the conspiracy coin? <laughs> if you got something, buddy. Well, we have we have lots of topics. <laughs> you know, I looked at I looked on uh, Google here for the ten top uh, conspiracy theories, and you know what? Every time I see something, they'll show the Masonic sign. Everybody bashes the Masons. The Masonic sign. I'm a Mason. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, tell us about your conspiracy then. Huh? I'm looking at this. Uh, a whole thing about secret group controlling the world. Mm -hmm. A secret group called the Illuminati has been really controlling the world. And looking to create a one-world government. Yeah. Well, there's lots of theories in that vein. Not just the Freemasons. The, not just the Freemasons, but there's lots of these. You know, the, absolutely. You got. We talked about it uh, maybe a couple episodes ago. We talked about the uh, the, the what do you call it? The Trilateral Commission and and uh, and whatnot. So the globalists. Yeah. President Trump himself mentions the globalists and votes are fighting against insidious elites as a battle cry for his base. Mm -hmm. So who's uh, top ten are you looking at there? So I'm on Big Think. Big Think. It's a, America's ten most uh, popular uh, conspiracy theories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there's lots of those top ten lists, because I'm uh, <coughs> one right here on my list. Yeah. What, what's your list? I got the time top ten. Yes. JFK assassination, 9-11 cover-up, Area 51. Paul is dead. Oh, that's that, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, yeah. yeah. And I can tell you he's not because I went to his concert last summer in Fenway Park. Speaking oh, of Fenway really Park. Park. Barry no, talk about a tie-in. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good concert, too, for a 70-year-old rocker, you know? Rock Isn't it amazing seeing all the rockers that we grew up with? And yeah. They're old, but man, do yes. they sound good. Still on tour. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a conspiracy theory right there. Is it really them? Well, <laughs> well that's, I got, the, that's I got, the McCartney thing. A few uh -huh. years back, I got the privilege of seeing Ray Manzarek and uh, Robbie Krieger of The Doors. It was a few nice. months before Manzarek died. That's cool. But, uh, and they had the uh, lead singer of the band Fuel. Fuel. Uh, yes. Uh, man, he sounded just like... Morrison. It was amazing. If you closed your eyes, you would have thought Morrison was on stage. Mm -hmm. His voice was incredible. So, a lot of people think Morrison's death was a conspiracy. Yeah, they do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, you get the whole uh, Elvis is still alive thing too, right? Yeah. And, he's and uh, <clears throat> Michael Jackson. and you know, there's no, what, do you, what, do you, yeah. what do you think of this whole uh, 27 Club? All these, uh, all these uh, famous artists that have died. Twenty-seven, twenty-seven. Yeah, uh, a lot of them. Okay, so go, continuing down my list here. After Paul is dead, we got secret societies control the world, which is what you just were talking about. The moon landings were faked. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh man, we talked about that's that. That's one hundred percent true. There you go. Uh, there's the whole. You would have to be a total moron to believe that the moon landing happened. Hey, I saw it on TV. 
Yeah, and um, why don't you go ahead and review the original footage? Oh, you can't. They lost it. That's oh, right. Oh, man. how unfortunate. Man. And yeah, then, never and, happened. Okay, so moving down the list here, then we get the whole <laughs> slew of Jesus conspiracy theories. Jesus conspiracy theories. Glory. Jesus and Mary Magdalene is the list here. Yeah, it didn't and happen. Then Holocaust revisionists. Oh, God. <laughs> don't even go there. <laughs> Fine touch in that one. And then this, the CIA and AIDS. And AIDS? AIDS. Yeah, they, the they infused people with yeah, uh, They did that. And the one I really would like to go to right now is the reptilian elite. The reptilian oh, elite? Yeah, that's, number, oh. that's number 10 over here. The, that made number 10? That's number 10. In the what Times, list is that? Times top 10. Times top wow. 10. Yeah, the yeah. reptilian elite. <laughs> That's an interesting uh-huh. one, and I think it's also in the the uh, thirty greatest conspiracy theories from the Telegraph, which is the paper in the UK. Right. Yep, yeah, I'm familiar with Telegraph, and I think I saw that one on here too. But I could be giving you fake news, but I got to look at it again here yeah. because it's a lot of the same. You're giving so. us fake news on your fake news. Fake news, <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the so, reptilian. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm well familiar with the reptilian oh, bloodline. There we go. Conspiracy. Let's do that one. <laughs> it, that one sounds like fun. Yeah, it's uh, the basis of the reptilian bloodline conspiracy. So this one's mainly propagated by a guy named David Icke out of uh, England. And it basically says that um, thousands of years ago, an alien species, a... <clears throat> Which uh, it, they have reptilian features. That's where the name reptilian comes from. Wow. And they came to Egypt and they um, they interbred with humans, and they kind of took over. So the pharaohs were basically uh, reptilians back in the day, and so they were in control. And their bloodline has descended down. Uh, through the ages to today and so they posit that like the queen of england is reptilian yeah, i see it here george bush henry kissinger <laughs> george bush henry kissinger bob hope correct mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey monica you were doing it with a reptilian <laughs> yeah they're not reptilian so that didn't happen they are, however, members of the Bavarian Illuminati. Yeah. Uh, that part is true. But the reptilians, no. No. Uh-huh. So I have to correct the fake news here. It's, the reptilian thing is not on the Telegraph's 30 list. Oh, it's not? It's not. I'm it is a big cons- uh, conspiracy, I... though. And they also – so a, a big one with, uh, with David Icke and the reptilians is um, the moon – uh, he basically he calls it the moon matrix, and so uh, the moon is actually an artificial satellite that the aliens made, and it projects like a false reality for our our visions and whatnot. I think um, he saw the movie. Uh, wasn't there a movie that the Matrix? Uh, no, it was a movie called. Uh, what was it called Moonraker? <laughs> James Bond. Them. Them, them, them. Oh, them. Yeah, I mean, there's been alien conspiracies throughout the ages. Mm-hmm. Um, I I used to be an alien guy. I'm now on the aliens are fake news page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe in aliens anymore. So, 
So that's the MK Ultra. I don't typically. Well, I think um, I think there's a you know there's a lot of stuff going on. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> there's ah. Uh, so, mm, how do I put this? How do I put? Hey, and a good thing, this David Ike. I'll let Rick go. This this Ike fella, uh, he sold twenty books over this ish, numerous DVDs, lectured in over twenty five countries. Oh yeah, yeah. David Ike definitely oh made a mint. He 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 went on like speaking tours. Uh, there's one episode of Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theory where uh, Jesse Ventura shows up at one of David Ike's speeches mm-hmm. and kind of tries to like corner him, and and Ike runs away. So and. So the 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 I took a peek at the article that the uh, Time had on the reptilian thing, and yes. Hillary was in there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. They say Hillary's a reptilian. Um, she's uh, reptilian. I don't know. The reptilian thing to me, it just doesn't it's, exist. It's funny. I don't. It is funny. That's why I like want to go that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Well. Well, like I told you, the reptilians, according to this, came yeah. uh, thousands of years ago through Egypt and everything, and that's mm-hmm. why the pharaoh has a big head and all that. Uh, but great. I just don't see it. I just don't think there's reptilian aliens walking around. <laughs> I don't think there's any aliens. <laughs> aliens walking around. Yeah. As the conspiracy Ooh. guy, I'm telling you, I don't think there are any aliens. <laughs> Speaking of aliens... Do you remember when we talked about the Umama Mama, Umawa Mawa? Yeah. Cigar shaped yeah. rock? Mm hmm. Well, that's been been continuing. It's, yeah. It's, oh, I know it has. It's jetting away out of mm-hmm. the solar system. Yeah, it's jetting away out of the solar system. But right? the, the theory is that it's covered with some cosmic goo. Yeah, and, so. And, and, yeah, and, cosmic goo, right? Yeah. It's, it's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. um, there, there wasn't any cigar shape. That, the whole thing was crap. And. This one I can, I can speak to. You know, actually you did some research since we talked about it. Um, well, yeah. no, I just I just follow everything and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do the recap. Yeah, let's do it. What do you think over there? Oh, Rick's relighting. Too much googling over there. He stopped smoking for a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so somehow I've been smoking down. Yep, I've been puffing away here too. I'm almost done with this. Pretty soon I'm gonna put the stick in it. We'll just say the strength of this is medium to full. Uh, I don't know, medium. Yeah, I would go medium with medium. this one. Yeah, still peppery. Uh, I'm not getting. Oh, uh, maybe a little tiny bit. I mean, there's no energy in this. No. <laughs> we gotta we gotta pick it back up. We went from here to. Here. Well, I think we're just recovering from it. <laughs> <laughs> the next one. Huh? Next what? Next podcast, oh, just, just redo it. Redo it. <laughs> you know what stuff. we haven't talked about is the podcast juice. Yeah, we, podcast have, juice. we have to mention the podcast juice so, sitting uh, on the table. Hammered sickle vodka sitting right on the table there. Our mascot is just uh, looking at me. Mm-hmm. Why don't I see that in uh, various bars and so forth being sold? It's in, it's in hammered bars. sickle vodka. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's pretty well around. It's it's more. I don't think they do a lot with like chain places. I okay. think it's kind of more of a like a boutique vodka, boutique I guess, vodka. if you will. It's, it's a great vodka. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was down in. Uh, I swung by. Oh, I know what I can talk about here. Kind of a local spotlight thing ties right into hammered sickle vodka. I went down to uh, 
to Total Wine and Spirits down in the, was that Peabody Danvers there at Liberty Tree Mall? Oh, yeah. They have a big humidor in there, and uh, so they sell cigars, and I was near the vodka section. I went swung by and checked out the Hammer and Sickle Vodka. They have this size, small bottle, and they have the gigantic bottle there, too. It's like never seen a bottle that big of Hammer, of oh, hammer and Sickle. Big, big, big bottle. The uh, humidor at uh, uh, Total Wine had quite a selection of stuff. The usual the usual retail kind of things, the Camachos and, and whatnot. Their biggest, uh, their top of the line was some Padrones that they had in there for around $15. And they had stuff that was down in the $3 range. So they had a full range of, of uh, cigars in there. So it was kind of nice. And I, I thought the prices were very reasonable for Massachusetts, too. Because wow. usually... The, yeah, the taxes, the taxes on taxes are pretty high, but their prices were pretty reasonable, which ties back to your original uh, topic there about the prices uh, being the big complaint <laughs> for everybody. Of course oh, it is. <laughs> it is a complaint. Anyway, so this cigar, I think, is pretty good, and especially since it's been aged for a while, it's, uh, it's fantastic. mellowed itself right out. That's the recap, I guess, huh? Were you all recapped? Yeah, we're recapped. Okay, so let's... Roll this, roll this <clears throat> out. Here. Yeah, let's definitely. <laughs> this sucked. <laughs> okay, Uh-oh. we have to thank the panel. <laughs> Holy smokes! Don't my name. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> kill this podcast. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> oh, and. Thanks, Mr. Arresta. Believe and, me. And thanks to the audience who, well, you don't have one at this point. <laughs> There's nobody listening to this. There are uh, people listening guys, to this. this is a bad podcast. It was, <laughs> well, you, oh have my to have, God. you have to have some Lulus. Uh, that's you. a Lulu. <laughs> you have to have a couple of Lulus here and there. Okay, so remember, we're just a bunch of hacks. Talking. Dollars? To donuts. That's when I've been playing this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Dollars to donuts. We pull quotes out of this six months from now. Yeah. <laughs> Bet you anything on it. And keep that on recording. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So remember, we're just a bunch of hacks <laughs> talking cigars, etc. How am I going to edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were scrapping this episode. <laughs> Scrap this episode. <laughs> You can't run it. <laughs> it's on sale.